0: And it wasn't, you know, like the white man in the sky kind of God. It was, it felt like a sister. It felt like a friend. It felt like I was being held in a way that I really hadn't allowed myself to do one for others, but to really allow myself to be loved and seen with all of my flaws, all of my shadows and all of my my gifts and my light.
1: Welcome to my spiritual friends from Worthy Well. The podcast is here to affirm and inspire you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Shelby Renee Giles. Grab some tea and settle in as I dive deep into the stories behind the spiritual awakenings and numinous experiences of people from all walks of life and how those experiences changed how they see and care for themselves and the world around them. We're here to normalize your spiritual experiences in the physical realm, one story at a time. Come out of your spiritual closet with us. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode. So in this conversation, I had the pleasure of sitting down with my soul sis, Christina Vaughn. Christina is a spiritual teacher and intuitive healer, who guides people to find clarity and purpose in all areas of their lives. She's a certified breathwork and meditation facilitator, and her work is focused on providing spiritual seekers with practical resources to discover, connect, and awaken their relationship with their own spirituality. She's the founder of The True North Soul, where she offers spiritual coaching to her clients, And this is a blend of self-discovery tools, breathwork, and intuitive guidance, all to help clients come back to themselves and recall their divine purpose. In fact, Christina has a beautiful opportunity for anyone in the DMV area to experience a transformative breathwork practice with her coming up on May 29th. So be sure to head to the show notes to learn more and to register. Okay. Let's get into it. Hey. Hey, girl. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh, Christina. Thank you for doing this. I'm so, so excited um, to get to talk with you. One of my absolute closest spiritual friends. Yeah, yeah. You've been such such a support in... um, You know, an inspiration actually for the intention behind this podcast and it being, you know, when so many of us are having these new experiences as we're all a part of this, you know, collective shift in consciousness, having, you know, that support, having you know people who you know just make you feel seen and, yes. and can really affirm your journey and what you're experiencing remind you you're not crazy yes <laughs> that that yeah and so just you know having you a part of my life um during such a pivotal time um has just been such a gift and wow, thank you, you for that well. we were
0: yeah. both going through, through some big changes like right yeah. along It was really funny. Probably I would say like around the exact same times. I think you were maybe Mm -hmm. like two weeks ahead of me Mm -hmm. of like resigning from your corporate role. And I was definitely leaning and looking to you to be like, okay, how is she doing? How is she managing? So you've been such an expander for me. And I'm just so blessed to call you a friend and a sister. So thank you for having
1: me. Thank you. And for our listeners. So Christina and I met at Milana Snow's Integrative Energy Healing Training back in June of 2021 yes. um which was so
0: incredible, incredible.
1: like no words life changing Yes, you know life changing um anyone who's had the opportunity to to do one of her trainings i'm sure you can relate and if you haven't and you're interested in just um moving beyond uh, you know that sense of um you know, not knowing whether or not you can have the life that you want. Yeah. Not knowing whether or not you can connect on a deeper level with your higher self. yeah, with, with your true self. I'm actually trying to change my language around that. True self, I love that. Yeah.
0: What I say about Milana's trainings is it is just like, girl, you get your money's worth. It's like, mm-hmm. there's no question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is so jam-packed of spiritual knowledge and mm-hmm. her personal tips and things that helped her navigate her mm-hmm. journey. And it's like, mm-hmm. try it on. If it doesn't fit, okay. But she does not hold back on what she's willing to share because she comes from such a pure place in her heart about mm-hmm. really just wanting to spread this healing
1: yeah. um, and this
0: knowledge to the planet.
1: Yeah. Um, so
0: yeah, that 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 training really changed my life. I met you there among some of our mm-hmm. other spiritual friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shelby and I were both from like the DMV, DC, Virginia area. So... I I kind of tasked Shelby with like, hey, if we, when we leave here, keep me accountable. <laughs> like, <laughs> Please keep me accountable because I'm that person. I'll soak up like all the training and I'm like, yeah, I got my notebook full. And then I would get home and be like, okay, back to reality. And it kind of all went like under the rug and... That was the first training that had a sustainable impact on my life. Same. I took tools. I took resources. I made it a part of my lifestyle. Okay. And having you down the street, quote unquote, she's Virginia, I'm Maryland, so she wasn't down the street, but, you know, having <laughs> you as a local friend to be able to talk through and navigate these, this, this journey that we went through after that <laughs> training,
1: mm-hmm. it,
0: was, um, it was invaluable. I'll never, um, I'll never forget, you know, um, really the impact that you had on my life, so...
1: Just love you, girl. <laughs> Thanks, girl. And you know, like, same. Yeah. Same, same, same. Like, You'd I don't know, know, know what I would have me, done. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I guess when this when this episode drops, I'll probably um, be in L.A. I'll be um, moving to L.A., y'all. Yeah. So... Uh, It's all happening. Um, It's all happening. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to see you in LA. We're going to do our virtual calls. Like, this is not, you know, space and time are not a thing. So... So yeah, I'm very excited about that and to oh, just wait. to continue our sisterhood yes. in this way is just going to be beautiful. So, but let's get into the journey. Let's get into let's your journey. Do it. Yeah. So I always like to start from the very beginning, okay. you know, um, just to kind of set a baseline of, you know, what spirituality meant for you when you were growing up? Like how did it express in your life um, as a child?
0: Yeah, that's such a beautiful prompt and question. Spirituality for me, I was raised um, Christian Baptist specifically. So I think you were raised Baptist as well. And mine was like Southern Baptist. So that's a whole experience in itself. It's you know, early services. You kind of have lunch at the church. You stay kind of all day. The ladies in white are kind of like watching you to make sure you're you're kind of on paying attention and taking your notes and kind of doing all the things you're supposed to do when you're in church as a child. You know, anyways, there's, um, what's a beautiful part of that background for me was the community, especially within the Southern Baptist Church, is it's like, you know, just because your mom ain't in the room doesn't mean that you aren't going to get like a spanking. <laughs> If you're acting up or not, you know, uh, showing your buns. So um, that part, you know, it was nice to feel like there was a family, there was a home base. We were pretty um, regimented and, you know, every Sunday morning thing and practice. And, you know, I think a lot of what really fascinated me about my upbringing was what I would see in the church. Like, I would see, you know, Southern Baptist Church, you see people, like, speaking in tongues and laying hands, and I was just like, like, what? Is this, like, real? Is this? For, is this a show? And I really, you know, seeing it, I could never quite connect the dots on, okay, I'm here Sunday morning. I know I go to church. I know I read the Bible, but what is this other thing that's happening where people are feeling this spirit, like this spirit come into them? And, um, you know, this language, a language like, you know, it's a seven-year-old, it sounds silly to hear tongues. You're like, I was like laughing with my sister. My sister and I would like give each other this look and be like, oh, okay, they're speaking in tongues. Um, And so it was a piece, you know, that stayed a little bit outside of me to like, I really couldn't understand until... I left home and really started to just navigate life. And I did all the things you're supposed to do. You know, I went to college, got my master's, got a good, you know, got a job, a good job. All the things that they, they say, like, you should do this to be happy. And I will remember, I think I was laughing with you the other week. It was my 30th birthday and I was posting my little Instagram post. I'm 35 now. I was posting my little Instagram post and I was like, okay, 30. I've, you know, I'm so blessed. It was kind of like, it felt very like bragatory. It was just like very like, a, not a little boastful, but I was kind of saying, this is where I'm at in my life. I have everything I wanted. I have a great job. I have a beautiful family. I have like a, a, a credible husband and... The post was, it was like, thank you, God. Like, thank you, God. but The post was beautiful. But when you look at the picture, and it was a pretty picture, like I looked cute, whatever. <laughs> but I was literally, she be like dead in the eyes. And when I look at pictures of myself now, where I have completely an expanded consciousness about what spirituality, spirituality is for me, I'm just like, wow, there was so much more out there. And what's funny is I actually knew it. But I was so bogged down in this is what I was, this was the way, like this is what I was supposed to do. I did everything they said I'm supposed to do that I almost was like in a denial at that point that there's something more else for me out there. And so that's when I really started to dive. I had a spiritual awakening uh, around like, I would say closer to 28 was really like I really started to feel that itch, but I didn't know what to do with it. Um, And I just kind of started diving into different things. I started um, with energy healing. That's how I met you at um, Milana's training. Um, I started, um, I've always had um, intuitive gifts of just like being able to guess friends or family members, like babies. Like, how do I know that? I just know that. Come to find out I'm highly intuitive, but I just was never practicing these gifts. And so I started almost kind of like moonlighting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, on top of my corporate job, I would take any and every practice circle I could get anything as far as being around other intuitives. And it's like, kind of like you're practicing your gifts. And once I realized like, wow, I'm actually getting messages that are divine and they're coming, they're not coming through me. Like they're not, this is not me. This is actually coming through me. This is God coming through me. It was like, okay, well, what else can I do? And it just really, really started to grow, and I just had this thirst for knowledge of expanding outside of that bubble in that box of spiritual, or outside of Southern Baptist Church, where maybe we're necessarily told, like, things like oracle or tarot or astrology or, like, that was, like, yeah, human design tools that are here to really bring us back to ourselves. I feel, you know, a lot of my upbringing would have been, like, oh, well, that's, I don't know anything about that. That's devil's work or like, what is that? Is that witchcraft? And it was really getting outside. I'm an Aquarius son. So I'm like, you tell me what the rules are. I need to know the rules. And then I'm actually going to go do some digging and some research and I'm going to break those rules. (laughs) So I really just was interested. I'm like, okay, I actually want to be exposed to everything right now. And then I'm going to use my spiritual discernment to decide what's true and what's accurate.
1: There's so much in everything you just said. It was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much in there. One thing that came up for me when you were talking about, like when you started to like, you know, lean into the shift, lean into this knowing that there was something deeper. And you said that there was a point where you knew, like you knew you knew because you you just have this deep knowing. Um, but there was a little bit of like denial at play, what were some of those nudges that came up for you before you really like, actually lean into um, your spiritual journey in that way? Yeah. yeah,
0: the nudges, um, you know, it was developing a consistent meditation practice. And the way my mind works, I'm very analytical. So, I would almost go into meditation like mission based. It's like, let's get
1: this message. Mm, that like, is so on brand. I want, yes. Because, you know, I'm all about
0: the deep soul work. So, yes, yes, You know, I actually had to train my brain to be like, nope, I'm just here and spending one on one time with God in gratitude. That's something separate mm, that I do. But yeah. for the first, I would say one to two years, it was very, very mission-based because it's like, I got that first intuitive hit and download, and then I was like, I want more, I want more. And so it got a little extreme with, you know, me just really regimenting a practice where I could, one, get to a vibrational state where I was able to receive those messages, mm, To. Yeah like, making sense of it, right? Because sometimes it comes through as, like, gibberish. If you didn't know any better, you would think you were, like, going crazy, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really had to set up a structure and a process where I was getting this information in but having a way to synthesize it in a way that made sense Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't come Mm -hmm. lock me up and put me on meds.
1: (laughs) You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up because um, I've talked to people, even, you know, people in my family who have said... You know, I I had a vision or I, you know, I was talking to someone and I got this message that I need to like pray for them or, yeah. you know, just something that just felt intuitive and divine and not necessarily knowing what it was. And, you know, this is one of the reasons we're having these conversations is yes. to normalize these experiences, because otherwise, you know, it can really be unnerving if you're not thinking, oh, this is divine. You know, this is actually. I have a language and a exactly. vocabulary for like
0: what this is and exactly. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, you just walk around saying, I'm hearing voices. Girl, they're going to have 20 people in your room when you walk out and be like, you need to come with us. <laughs> so, yeah, it was definitely a really um, intentional process of me, again, knowing and trusting I'm not losing my mind. Something's going on here and I need to lean into this. And so that's when the messages really started to come through about my path and my purpose. And at first it was like, it was terrifying. I was like, this can't, I'm I'm not gonna quit my. It can be really job. scary. I'm not yeah. gonna, you know, all these stories of like, oh, this is my husband didn't sign up, you know, eight years ago to like marry this like spiritual guru. This is not who I'm like becoming. And it was the denial of um, a little bit of a mourning of like an old identity, too. Absolutely. Where yeah. I felt like I really was gonna lose uh, my entire life. Like, I thought. I would lose friends, which I did, actually. (laughs) I did lose (laughs) friends along the way. But I gained in in replace Mm, of that um, some beautiful soul connections that were more aligned. And so, you know, I think it was just that hesitancy of thinking, oh, my gosh, you have to burn everything down to start over. And it's really not that. It really doesn't have to be that ugly, like, dark night of the soul um, experience. And the reason it wasn't that for me was because I leaned on tools like astrology and human design to help give me my blueprint. There was things that were happening, and I was like, "Yep, that's on path. Oh, I see how that's showing up in my life. And great, I've got the tools. I know how to work with this energy instead of just like lose my mind, freak out, cry, and like <laughs> and think like everything. In my world is shattering.
1: Yeah. What is your um, astrology? What are your th- what are your yeah. big three? And then what's your human design? Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Astrology, my big three. I'm a Aquarius sun, a Cancer moon. So Shelby is a Cancer sun, so we like we just understand each other in a very cozy way.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then
0: I'm actually a Libra rising.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Um, That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. We
0: yeah. for rising, which is funny. I have a little bit of, like, a rebellion towards that because I I was so in my li- uh, my rising energy for, I would say, my first, like, 30 years. It was mm. all about showing up and, wow. like, yeah. how do I need to be for others to, like, love and accept me and, like, what do they think? And how can I make sure that I be that person? Where now I'm more embracing my Aquarius son, which is, like, don't care quirky. I'll show up how I want, deal with it or like <laughs> or I can understand that you don't get it, but that's okay. Bye. And so um, human design, I am a generator, and I'm the 3-6 profile, which you've actually been helping me understand uh, human design more. You actually have? introduced <laughs> it to me. You did. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole so, uh, with uh, human design about five years ago, mm. and it was before they had all the pretty apps that, like, synthesized yeah, everything Yeah, I can I imagine. Just, yeah. I, was, I was Googling and studying every channel, and I remember I sent my husband his, and he was like, I don't even <laughs> know what this is. And I was like, are you going down yeah. And it was just you could go you was could a lifetime it's a rabbit study. Hole. Yeah. yeah.
1: Every time I think I know the scope of human design, I learn about another layer of it and I'm just like, "Oh." It's like okay, I mean, because wow. of lens
0: astrology, it can you can go on and on and on. You can literally study your chart for an entire lifetime. But the reason it was so different for, you know, I'm astrology foundation through and through. That was yeah. my tool. I mean, you're
1: an astrologer. So. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know. Like, yeah. yes, I am. I'm always kind
0: of like, yes, I am. But human design allowed me to be like, okay, these are my energies. This is where my planets are. Cool. But how do I, like, how do I work with it? Like, how is it showing up? Like, in human design put, I would say more action items for me. Um, as far as a blueprint, like where do I need to go back to? What do I need to do? How do I need to make decisions How do I need to respond to things um, when things feel off? You know, like you and I have even had conversations in our friendship where we both have felt into it and been like, ooh, this feels off, but like, why? And it's not something that we get upset about or that we say like, oh, I'm 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 mad that this didn't work out. It's just like, ooh, I had to honor that that didn't feel right for you or me. And once you start approaching things in your life like that, it's limitless because you're almost taking the emotions and kind of, like, the drama and the story out of it and really zooming out and going to your higher self and just saying, like, this is absolutely aligned for me or, like, no, this is not. And so I've been leaning on human design, especially for, like, the last, I would say, six months while I've transitioned out of my corporate role into being a full-time spiritual entrepreneur,
1: so. I love that. It's so so supportive and affirming to... Um, and my journey with human design started actually just last February. Really? Really? Because yeah. you were teaching
0: me some things.
1: Well, you know, it's it's the one in my profile. I'm a one-three. Okay. And so I'm the investigator. You know, I'm gonna go down the rabbit hole. I'm gonna go all the way down the rabbit hole. So like it's like once you've gone yes. down the rabbit hole, you
0: know, you know the things to
1: show. Yeah. yeah, and so um, My experience with it was I was really just— I had already made the decision that I was leaving my job, my corporate job— And um, I had already made the decision that I was going to lean into, you know, just wellness, spirituality, really forming, starting to conceptualize like what my business was about. And, um, you know, self-love came up a lot, Uh, you know, of course, self-care and now, of course, self-devotion, you know, have come up for me. But what I found, especially in looking at uh, my channels, um, or some people call them your gifts— um one of them is awakening, which is all about, I'm gonna I hope I don't mess this up, but it's all about just like helping people realize like their true selves. Um and then there's also a big piece in there about um, you know, really being this example for self-love, which is really interesting because I have an open heart, a completely open heart and a completely open um Gosh, I can't remember the other one, but I have two completely open centers. Which makes and,
0: sense as a cancer sign. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and one thing that um, really resonated with me um Uh, I think it was Joss Moon, actually, who was doing a live about this and how what you end up doing in your um, business or in your career is aligned with your biggest learning opportunities that are identified in your human design. And so for me, having an open heart, there's a lot in there about really stepping into worthiness, really learning how to embody that, you know, in my life. And so I learned about all of this after I'd already started Worthy Well, after I'd already, you know, embarked like, on well, makes all of these trainings and everything. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so what human de- design it for me was it not only affirmed, you know, just where I was on my journey, it also affirmed my intuition, you know? And I always knew that I was deeply intuitive, but I kind of, because I didn't know how to work with it. I kind of brushed yeah, it under. It's like, what can
0: you do with yeah, it? Especially I, when you have a yeah. like, corporate background, it's like, Cool, what can mm-hmm. I do with
1: this? Yeah. And so I kind of brushed it under a rug. I would say after my like early twenties, because it would actually get me in trouble because I would know things yeah. and then I couldn't not say it, especially <laughs> especially in my romantic relationships. <laughs> I, would be, I would be like, like, how do you not wait, how do you not see this? You right. know? And I just thought everyone, you know, for some things I knew that only I, like I, I knew that it was my intuition telling yes. me something deep. But sometimes I was just like how does this person not see this you it know and don't so you get
0: these kinds of messages too yeah and then you start talking to people, they're like no
1: yeah or just like <laughs> knowing things before other people know them yeah. about themselves mm-hmm. like that's awkward you know and well, so and it's like
0: such that story yeah. and that lesson of spiritual discernment and yes you know, I've gotten absolutely like yes we all have ways to hear on <laughs> when to
1: share we all like have. why did I receive yes. this message mm-hmm.
0: it actually wasn't about me so when to share versus when to just know and allow someone else to get there on their own and you know what you know because whatever reason you got that that vision and being able to discern is this information going to be for this person's highest good yeah
1: and the other piece of it that has come up for me well i would say after i actually started leaning back into you know my intuition in that way was judgment mm. you know judgment was something that came up and And I was like, wow, like this is really an opportunity to really show compassion, just share compassion with people. Because like when you were, were
0: judging others or people you were observing others, judging others,
1: I was judging people. Oh, I was judging people. So you were able to like and look I at think, own shadow. Yeah, yeah, I was able to look at my own shadow because, you know, when you're intuitive and you, you have these knowings. Oh, you're like, yeah. I know this about you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not in that way. I wasn't saying it in that tone, but, but you know, but you know what I mean? Me. Like, yeah. but, You know, sometimes you can't help but just move throughout the world and see things about people. And um, we all have our shadows and, you know, we all have our egos and just all the things that we're, you know, moving through to just on a more consistent basis, connect with our true selves, our highest selves, which is grounded in love, you know? And, um, yeah, it's something that I noticed um, coming up when I started just really just letting my, you know, intuition flow more. I was just like, oh, that's not cool. I don't like that. You know, let me let me. Look at that and see what that's actually supposed to be. It's actually supposed to be compassion, right. and so it actually turned out to be this really beautiful, like you know, spiritual lesson in the spiritual gift, which is, I think, what happens a lot for you know. Although we're all healers, I think you know for for those of us who are doing this, um, you know, in a way that's more concentrated in our lives through our work. I think it's something that we're all, you know, really called to look at. Like There's when y- you see the thing, yeah. yeah,
0: we're not just up here being like we're perfect people like not we're at all. Not at as all. We yeah. We go and continue to grow and I love how you knew to lean into like, ooh, where is this judgment coming from? Because I'm sure when you dug deep enough, you were actually seeing that that's actually like a reflection for exactly. you. Like that was you judging yep. yourself, I'm exactly. sure, in some areas.
1: Total projection. So, yeah, but it's like, yeah. you know,
0: there's that beautiful quote that's like the things that trigger you are you're actually where you need to do
1: your own work. And absolutely. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. So that has been so beautiful. And then it also led me to this place of just like unconditional love. And I think, um, Milana has actually been really inspiring around just being loving awareness in all situations. And like all of the containers she holds are are really that vibration. And so just thinking about what that looks like, it's a whole other spiritual lesson, like day to day, like how can I be love in every situation? Tell me a little bit more about a more recent shift for you, because we know... In this spiritual journey, there are so many layers and levels. we're
0: to this. <laughs> yeah, like so
1: many levels, initiations, you know, you you reach one kind of pinnacle and then you're met with your next, you know, assignment in a, in a way, you know, what has that looked like for you? What has been one of your more recent shifts, one of the more recent you know, kind of um, pivotal moments that you've experienced. Yes. Yeah,
0: and you're so right. So many levels and layers, and I kind of call them like your personal activations.
1: Mm, like yes, Once you've mastered one yeah. thing,
0: you think it's done, and then you go back and you're like, oh, that wasn't done. There's more layers to it. Um, one of my more recent shifts was really just discovering breathwork and understanding that I wanted to be um, certified and trained as a facilitator because it was such a pivotal shift for me. It's something that I find myself, and I think you're similar, going back to month after month to kind of level up each time. And my most recent really big shift was actually where I met you in our LA Integrative and Energy Healing training, um, where I had a really, really intimate a uh, meeting, kind of coming home with God, and it wasn't, you know, like the white man in the sky kind of God. It was, it felt like a sister. It felt like a friend. It felt like I was being held in a way that I really hadn't allowed myself to do one for others, but to really allow myself to be loved and seen with all of my flaws, all of my shadows, and all of my, my gifts and my light. And so it was just a really, I think some of those experiences are really hard to put into words because um, it's just, it's something that's really unique to you. And you know why it was so powerful and why it was such a shift for you. And that's what I love about breathwork is every session is different. Every session is that homecoming, that reunion, that kind of like that North Star that's like, I'm here and like, let's get you back on track. Or if you're already on track, great, let's keep going. And breathwork for me has been such a, I would say powerhouse for me to come home, reconnect with my soul mission, what I'm here to do, who I am, who I came here to be. And every time I come out of an extended session, it's like, I've been refueled. I'm like, okay, let's go do this. And that's been a huge part of my shift over the last year and a half Um, and some really big, navigating some really big life transitions that normally would be scary and rocky and, turbulent, but with that tool, I've found it just is, it reconnects me back to my North Star. It reconnects me to why I'm here. And it's like, everything else is just a distraction. It's like, that is the focus. And okay, great. Let me take that divine message and that connection and actually express it here on earth and in the work and how I serve.
1: Yeah. So that's my last, my latest shift. (laughs) Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about like the type of breath work and because there's so many types of breath work um, and I know, I know that you know. Obviously, yes. the type that you're talking about yes. is so so powerful. Can you talk a little bit more about that yes. and just like the. Like how it's integrated in, you know, just the inner energy healing yes, aspect. Kind of, of like it. the process. Yeah. So, we were mm-hmm.
0: trained with what's called a holotropic breath work pattern. There are so many different patterns of breath work out there, um, but this one is one that I'm most f- familiar with. It was how I was trained, how you were trained. And what you're doing when you um, allow yourself to get to this highly oxygenated state, right? Is that you are accessing deeper parts of your own consciousness and you're in a state where you can access deeper parts of your consciousness and the part the thing I love about breath work I always tell people it's like it's really no bullshit like there's no there's no therapist there that's sitting there and being like okay well what's your story and what's your trauma and 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 kind of what happened there's no third party it's you your higher self and God. And if you want to tell a story in that, okay, that it it doesn't serve you because like there's no judge other than yourself. And so what I found why it's so powerful for me is because I I can talk all day. I can bullshit the best of them. (laughs) and I I don't want to do that with myself and it actually serves no purpose. So it allows me to get really honest and really vulnerable with myself going into that breath pattern. And then while we're obviously, while we're doing that breath pattern you are focusing a loving awareness into some of those shadows and some of that pain and some of the trauma that is coming up. And there might be things that surprise you where you're like, oh, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not doing that. I wasn't hurt by that. That didn't hurt my feelings. But it's like, no, actually it did. And me holding on to this, saying I'm not going to feel how this feels, is actually me holding myself back from the other side of my pain my trauma. And so... When you think about it that way, it's like, why would you not go there? Like, why would you not just ex- feel those feelings and allow those emotions to come up and come through so that you can transcend them? And so, yeah, I hope that answers that, the question of like what we're doing in these sessions, right? But it's it's really, really powerful work. And the reason it's so powerful, it's because it's it's very highly, highly intimate process with yourself and your higher self and God.
1: Yeah, I love, love, love the way you just described that it really resonates with me and just what it's done for me and just my experience, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, doing it for others and doing it for myself as well. And what just came up for me just now is how this practice stays with you. And so um, doing it regularly is, so, um, is such a beautiful way to just deepen your, connection to your truth and yourself and it stays with you. Like even, um, I've had moments, you know, even recently where, um, I think I was, was actually telling you one day how you just can't ignore certain things anymore. Like you can't, you know, you'll often hear people talk about like spiritual bypass or things yes. like that. You, you're not bypassing the things, you know, even, um, in your day to day, like breath work helps you to this type of breath work helps you to really be in deep resonance with what's true, right? You know, and presence. Yeah, yeah. And what that does is it allows you to transcend it, transcend yeah. whatever you know that shadow, that ego, like whatever that is. Um, you have to actually see it in order to to move through it. Yes. And that's and it's what such a so beautiful. Yeah, it's
0: just a tool. What mm-hmm. people might think like, oh, that spiritual bypass, it's like, actually, no, I'm I'm looking right at my shadows. I'm like looking right at my wounds. And what you're seeing on the external reflection of that is that because I addressed my stuff, I'm in a very aware, but calm state of acceptance and forgiveness or compassion or whatever that looks like on the other side of it. Um, While normally someone that doesn't have those tools might be resentful or mad or angry, I don't have to resort to those because I've actually worked all, I've already worked through those emotions um, in a very, very conscious, intentional way.
1: I love that. Yeah. 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 It's a powerful tool. Wow. So let's get into um, uh, some of your practices. Yeah. Other than breath work. Mm What are your like staple practices that really help sustain you and your, you know, well-being, your spiritual journey? Well, girl, you know, I love my baths. Yes, you love a bath. (laughs) We are recording this
0: now. We just are like on the tail end coming. Actually, we're coming out of Pisces season and I'm a Cancer moon. So that's, you know, why I think it's so important for everyone to understand at least the basics of their chart because you understand how to work with the energies and that Cancer, like that water as far as like that moon being my emotional comfort just to to feel like a warm blanket or a nice cozy fire or a tea or, you know, a, a luxurious bath at the end of the day is how I refuel and recharge. And so that's also been really important for me during Pisces season where a lot has just been coming through. I was telling our friend Aaron the other day, you know, I always say Pisces season, you go into it and you actually come out on the other side like a different person because there's so many like ships and you do, there's so many girl. messages coming through yeah. and then there's lows mm-hmm. and then there's highs and you're kind of in the ethers, but then you're actually here on earth. And so it's like, oh, if I don't find a grounding practice for this, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, so those baths are just really huge for me. Um, Salt baths, I just love. Um, Breath work, I do monthly. Um, I'll either do a practice with someone with our cohort, you, or one of Milana's trainings um, or offerings that she does in her program monthly for a deep session. And then another another one of my um, absolute kind of daily spiritual practices are um, staying up to date on the astrological transits. I have a podcast that makes it very tangible and really easy to understand, okay, what's going on and how does this impact me? Because when you have your, your you have to remember your, your birth chart is like a lifetime thing. So it can actually get really overwhelming if you're like, okay, for the next 90 years. But when you actually start to track the transits and like, okay, what's kind of going on this week? Then you can apply and kind of see like, oh, this is how I need to work with this. Or this is coming up for me based on where you have certain placements in your chart. So that's like, I love to start my day. Um, doing, a, I've been doing really quick meditations lately that are really rooted in gratefulness and gratitude just to shift my vibrational state and saving more of the deeper dive ones for when I know that I've got clients that I need to meditate on ahead of time. I save that. Those are more like mission focused. Hey, I need this information, but coming open with a, like a grateful heart to God and just spending that one-on-one time. So those are like my staples. This, this month, anyway. <laughs> I know, because it shifts, it's right? Always ever it's always changing yeah,
1: yeah, we feel led to, you know, different practices exactly when yes. we need them. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, what's the name of the podcast, The Transits Podcast?
0: Oh, my goodness. I think I've shared this with you before. This is one of my favorite astrologers. Her name is Molly McCord, and I believe it's Molly McCord Astrology. Um, oh, okay. I'll send, okay. I think I've sent you one or two episodes, but she's is um she been doing this work for probably, I want to say, at least the, uh, 25 to 30 years. Oh, wow. Oh. And she has a beautiful articulate way of talking about astrology in a very practical but conscious manner that is approachable for someone that maybe knows nothing about astrology, um, but someone that, you know, has studied it for 10, 20 years. It's it's all it's it's just really um a beautiful. Um, offering that she, goes that she does, you know, does them for free on her platform. Um, and they really help me navigate like week to week. I'm kind of like, okay, what's the scoop? And then, you know, if things come up, I'm mindful to remind my clients of some of these transits as well. Um, but yeah, that's like my non-negotiable three right there for
1: mm-hmm. sure. Love that. Love it. Okay, so now that you know so much more, you know, about your spiritual journey and, you know, what, it means for you at this, you know, much deeper level. What advice would you give your younger self um, knowing what you know now? I love that question. Um, I would tell my younger self to just
0: trust your intuition and you don't have to do everything within the box that was provided to you. Break out of that box, kick, kick it down throw the box away, burn it, whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and I think yeah. I lived inside that box for so long thinking that something catastrophic was going to happen if I went outside of it. And guess what? It didn't. Like I'm, I'm, I'm more of my freer, sovereign, happier self um, now that I've taken some time to really discover what does spirituality mean to me? What does it look like to me? And also remembering that in me not expressing my actual authentic self, I'm not allowing God to shine or work through me, right? And that's why it's so important for everyone, right? It's like, don't look at what other people are doing, like lean into your own intuition and what feels right for you and what things light you up and follow that path, because that is ultimately what's going to yield you your most success. And like, fulfill why you came here and when everyone does that specifically for themselves everyone wins there's enough for everyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) because not everyone's Mm -hmm. going after the same one job Um, we're all actively uh, contributing to a collective where we are so passionate about the things that we do love and we're sharing it with others um, in a way that there's more than enough for everyone so that's what I would tell my younger self just do you be you break out of that box you know, we know timing is divine, but sooner than what I did. <laughs> you don't have to wait till thirty, but it's also a beautiful time, you know, to answer. And there's no, there's no time, time that's too late yeah. to answer
1: that calling. Absolutely, and everyone's got to follow their I own love divine that. path. So. I was just having that conversation with someone um, yesterday who was completely embarking on a whole new career in their 50s and just yes, how she I was actually that. inspired by her mother who wow, did the same thing when I she retired. That. She, like, started this business. She always wanted to start. Um, and it's, it's not always connected to what you do for a living. Yeah. It's literally, there is no, um, and, you know, I'm sure you you would agree just from our conversations, but there's no real separation, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah life is life you know and um, you know there isn't like the personal and the work and the this and the that yeah. like we
0: are like, we are what a- are you contributing to are, the earth exactly. when you show up at the grocery store when you're parenting mm-hmm. your children when you show up at your job you can still contribute in a way that spreads light love compassion and everything that you do
1: yeah that's so what it's like all just about. Do that. like being the vibration of love yes that's amazing yes uh, so good so good. Thank you so much for doing this and just being such a light in my life. Oh, you are and as well in mine. Yeah, and so many others. Um, so I want to make sure people know how to contact you, yeah. how to get in touch with you, how to work with you. So share a little bit about that um, sure. before we hop. Yeah. Yes.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Shelby. You know, I love you and I'm so excited for your next chapter and... Um, it's just meant so much to me, our friendship. And I'm so excited to see where it goes. I know that it's not over. We're just going to be bi-coastal. <laughs> um, but um, ways to work with me, um, I can anyone can reach out to me at um, Christina at The True North Soul. Um, my Instagram handle website is thetruenorthsoul.com. And I am currently um, taking one-on-one clients for... Um, sessions, there's energy and breathwork healing. Um, and then there are um, what I call true north soul um, remembering readings as well, which really set everyone up with a blueprint of exactly who are you, what you came here to do, and how do you fulfill that and embody that with your unique um Astrological blueprint, and then coupled with um, your energy reading of of kind of what your divine messages and uh, guidance is, is calling in uh, for you. So that is how people can work with me. And um, I, I I'm pausing because we I do want to we eventually will be releasing some group energy healings that are going to mm-hmm. be within the DMV mm-hmm. area.
1: So yeah, just so look excited out about that. for that. I don't have the yeah. details
0: um, to release yet, but if you are D.C., Maryland, or Virginia local, um, keep an eye out for, for those events um, that will be releasing, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. in the late spring of
1: 2022. Yeah, those are going to be so powerful, you got to come y'all. back for one. I'm going to have to come <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to have to come back for okay, that. Perfect. I can't miss that. Yes, yes please. I can't miss
0: that. I would love to have you there.
1: Yay. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Christina. Now we're going to Go
0: have lunch, food, (laughs) and talk some more. It's very on brand for us. Like, let's go eat. (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much.
1: Thank you so much, and bye, you all. All All Take care. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much for listening to my spiritual friends from Worthy Well. If you enjoyed the conversation, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Shelby Renee Giles. To check out WorthyWell's latest events and offerings, visit our website at WorthyWell.co. Until next time, journey well.